What's up, what's up, what's up, Realm? This is Chan. I'm eating some chips. And you're listening to Verbally Challenged. All right, what's up, everybody? Harrick and BX here, and welcome back to Verbally Cat. <laughs> Dude, just, just put that away for another intro. Verbally cat. What's up, everybody? Harrick and BX here, and welcome back to Verbally Challenged. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to get through it. You're not going to get through it. That was hey, so what's awful. up, everybody? This is uh, Harrick and BX here with Verbally Challenged. <laughs> what's up, dude? I got the coda from fellow Cool Table Show, Stasis Lock. You could also catch him on Off the Runner. What's up, dude? It's been a while. What's happening? Yeah, man. It's been a minute. Uh, you know, just a little bit of lounging. I had some delicious Indian food just now. Mm. Uh, so I'm like, I'm like laying on my back, belly in the air, <laughs> fan fan blowing because it's the summer months now here in the south. Oh yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's hot. Hot already. Man, been like this for a few days now. I'm miserable because you know I'm built for cold. Uh, <laughs> so. Yeah, actually, we actually had uh, our first 60-degree day, like, here in the city. It's been a while. The this temperature's been steadily increasing, but it just hasn't really felt like it's been full-on spring yet. And um, But it was a nice it was a nice day today. Oh, man, everything in, like, in the air and, like, vehicles and everything have had, like, that yellow tint to mm-hmm. it for the last mm-hmm. week or so now, too. So it's, like, just waiting for that springtime sickness. <laughs> yeah, and I'm tornadoes. To it. Yeah, I, I'm looking forward to the to the warmer weather. I'm not a fan of like the cold, cold. I do prefer like that spring fall weather where it's you know not too cold, not too hot. You know, like that right. humid. Um, you know that in between where you could either just wear a hoodie or a light jacket. Um, it's preferable. Dude, that was basically our winter. Like everyone was saying, oh, it's gonna be a cold winter. Like, even when I even when I uh, was in Chicago for TFCon, I'm like. It may have been because I was drinking the whole weekend, but you know, I was like, man, I could probably ditch this hoodie, this hoodie at any time. So, mm-hmm. you know, but maybe next time, maybe next year. That's right. That's right. Well, dude, last weekend we had a TFCon LA, uh, the first time they did their show over there on the West Coast. Um, I know for a lot of us here, uh, where based off the east coast it was just a little bit too quick of a turnaround for a bunch of us uh from the last show uh to head out to la but um seemed like the show was successful uh did you see anything coming out of that show that interested you i know you know you're a big beast wars guy i'm not i don't remember if i saw too much beast Wars stuff coming out. um if we did it may have been the iron factory stuff again like nothing no, well i'll take that back uh we saw i think that's where jx revealed the uh the black test shot for like it was like black and silver for the, their transmetal 2 megatron like a thing like finally got put together because they like they've been like, doing little updates and stuff like that on on their facebook page so it's just like a constant stream of like teases mm-hmm. and I, I really can't wait for that man like that's uh 
that's probably going to be like my most looked forward to third party figure. Um, nice. For, yeah, definitely. And I, and, I, and I love all the comic book stuff, like MMC stuff. So like seeing the guzzle was cool. The uh, who was that? Hound? Not Hound. Um, oh God, what's his name? Braun. Seeing the Braun from that, I was like, come on, MMC, stop it. Uh, <laughs> that looked goofy. But mm. um, I'm trying to think, what? Else? I mean, yeah, I, th- I want to say there were a couple other MMC things that really caught my attention. What was really baller shot caller though was um, the Friday like of the con. Whenever Toy Dojo uh, or whoever announced the the G two Wild Rider mm-hmm. and Toy Dojo had it up for for order, not pre order but order, and I got it like the Monday afterwards. And it helps that I'm you know probably like six hours away from them, but um, it nice. was yeah man. So it was really cool to get that announcement and get that get that figure in hand. At first I wasn't sure, you know, I was like, oh, I'll just get the breakdown because you know I got to think just for the G two breakdown. But I was like, no mm-hmm. man, I want to I want to build this combiner and. Uh, these have been my my only two, my first two X Transbots purchases, and they have been phenomenal. I have loved them both; like they're so great. Um, I would argue they're over engineered for what they need to be, but I'm not going to complain about over engineering. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, other than that, like really, really not much out of uh, TFCon LA. Yeah. So. What do you think of the announcement that they're coming back to Rustin? Like that's all pretty uh, awesome. Man, like I've got, I've got some mixed feelings about that. Um, oh, what happened? Tell me. Well, it's it's you know like like first of all, it's cool. Like it, it's cool that they're doing it. Um, but it's like there's a lot of there's a lot of speculation on everyone's part. Like I feel personally, I feel without having access to any numbers, you know, no one's gonna have access to the numbers that matter except for uh, who needs to within you know that upper control of TFCon, but like I know it wasn't cheap. I know being in LA is not cheap. I know the guests they had there were not cheap. Like as a matter of fact, most twenty dollar autograph guests were like raised ten bucks mm-hmm. for the weekend. So like I know you know what I mean? Like as far as what it cost them, I know it was not cheap at all. But you know, I also kind of got some numbers of att- attendance and Usually those numbers are kind of uh, inflated a little bit, uh, and, you know. But I heard the dealers did really good because there weren't as many. So it looked like that, uh, from all the pics I saw, it looked like it was pretty, like you know, like any normal convention. It looked like there was a lot of people. Uh, you know, a few people from the realm that lived there on the west coast were there. You know, Todd, Caleb, right? Um, Lance you know, was Esteban there. Went. Yeah, Lance, yeah. you know, went. Yeah, so. Which which is cool, oh. man. Like I think I think that's really cool. Like don't, don't get me wrong, I was never part of the you know f the West Coast uh, hate train. Um, mm. I I enjoyed a botcon out on the West Coast. It's uh, it's it's cool. Like it's it's great they were able to do that. The turnaround, yes, was the thing that wasn't cool. Uh, but like I don't yeah, know. I feel was, like it was real real fast. But it, you know we got the arresting announcement, which seems like right, it was right. all along. You know, so it looks like they're expanding. Um, you know the amount of shows that they're going to be doing here in the U.S. Yeah, now. I do. Me personally, I don't think that they could sustain that. I just don't. Um, mm-hmm. Transformers isn't really that big of a thing. You know what I mean? Like even even at its height, I don't think that uh, two U.S. shows could have been sustained and you know like the hype 
you know, 2009, 2011, 2012, you know, in that, you know, I would say 2009 to 2014 is whenever the brand was like at its peak. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But I just, I just don't see that being sustainable. Maybe it is, um, you know, and I'm looking at, I'm looking at it through the way that, you know, like BotCon was run. And I know TFCon is run way different. TFCon's run like your kind of typical local Comic-Con. So there's not really a whole lot of cost like kind of going into the show as as like the bot cons had so maybe you know maybe able to work for them just because of the how they run it you know and especially since they're not really offering a product anymore mm-hmm. um you know that may that may have freed up some budget so who knows uh, yeah uh, you know great for everyone who can you know who can make it to all of them um definitely cool for the west coast people uh, i think it was a little small for a west coast show just because of it being in los Angeles, but mm-hmm. like it's there's always something going on in Los Angeles. That's what I that's what I've heard. I heard there were yeah. some a lot of things, other things going on that weekend. Which like even here in a big city like New York, you know, there's always just anything going on in any given weekend right. that which would always draw attention away from uh, like a, a niche convention like that, like a transformers right. convention, you know. But I hope you know it was success uh, successful. Like looking at the pics. Um, look like a good amount of people there, you know, um, I'm, you know, I'm not, don't have access to any numbers, but I just hope it was successful. And, um, maybe just, it, it is a, a foundation, um, that could be built upon down there. Like for the people that can't come to East coast shows, at least now the West coast people have a show that they could, um, go to and grow and, 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 um, you know, and hopefully it gets bigger and bigger, just like the way it's got, it seemingly gets bigger here, um, every single year, at least the shows that I've been to here on the, on the East Coast, I'm happy for the rest of the announcement just because of the, the area. Like I remember two years ago, um, it was just a good time, man. It's a it's a nice little you know city center, right? Um, atmosphere. Yeah. Were you there? Did you go to the one two years ago? No, 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 I wasn't there. But man, I heard I heard a lot of good things. Like not just from the attendance standpoint, but also from like the dealer standpoint. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, the nation's capital is like that's that's a place I've always wanted to visit. Um, you know, I didn't go in 2017, I think is when they had it. Um, but but it's definitely something, something, you know, I've always wanted to go. And I'm still not sure if I'm going to make it. Um, not 100%. A lot of it just depends on the guests. Because, like, you know, I thought about driving like I did for Chicago. But it's like five hours more of a drive than the Chicago show was for me. So then I started looking at, you know, at flying and plane tickets. And it's like, you know like forking out 600 bucks and travel, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, and, and hotel I get it. and food. It's like, like the guest list has got to be there for me. I, there's got to be, I got to be able to get some like signatures that I need. Cause I'm, I'm an autographs guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there's, there's not much a dealer room can offer me that I don't already have at this point. Um, so that, that's a, that's a huge thing for me, but it's like, I don't even think I would pre-register. I think I would get the, uh, Saturday or Sunday, if both, you know, both the, the, uh, you know, voice actors or whatever that I want are going to be there on the Sunday. The Sunday's usually cheaper. I think I would spend like Thursday, Friday and Saturday, just sightseeing, just, just like that. going. Yeah. Yeah. Just like going to all the shit in Washington, DC stuff that you can see in a textbook. Yes. But, uh, I want to take a picture. And I want to, dude, I want to hire, like, an escort, but not, like, not do anything, because, like, like, yeah, like, like, hear me out, 
but I just wanted to like I just want to like take some some silly pictures with her, uh, like all like like you know all the different monuments, like the Washington Monument. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I just want to take some <laughs> hilarious. No, that's the deal. Like it'll all it'll all be uh photographed. I'll just like, hey stranger, take a picture of me this uh questionable hooker. Um. Doing some silly, <laughs> some silly questionable poses. She's like, "You want me to do it now?" Like, easy, easy. Yeah, you got to watch yourself down, out yeah. in DC. DC's no joke. Certain yeah. areas. <laughs> I wanna, I wanna ask. Like, I wanna find one that like maybe isn't like disease ridden, but one that's like high, like high class enough that maybe she knows some dirt on some politicians. <laughs> you never know. Just be like, what have you seen? She, she just starts to she starts to freak out and gets a big meth rip and she's just like I ain't talking about nothing. Oh um, man, I've seen that. I remember um, taking a bus ride down to VA. You know, they would go visit the fam down there, and you know they made a stop in DC. And the bus stop there was two. I, you know, I assume they're meth heads. They were just you know slumped over, and uh, at the bus stop they were sitting down like at the bus stop in the seat, and they were both like sleeping, like you know. So oh man, that was, that was probably was like, wow, just blatant right there. They, in front of yeah, everybody. they they either had to have been coming down or they were on heroin. Yeah, uh, because man, the, yeah, yeah the, the meth makes them jitty, jittery. <laughs> oh, that's the up. So, that's the up. Yeah, thing. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <that> chili pee. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, man. Um, all right, so cool, man. Yeah, the, I'm happy about the announcement, though. Like I said, just because of the area, and, and for me, the con is just going to hang out with everybody. It's not about buying any of the exclusives or anything like that. Even though, um, you know, that G2 and- Star Scream that they had on sale at the show, you know, from last weekend, uh, right. it, did, it looked pretty cool. You know, it hit some nostalgic strings for me, but it's not. That's not. But that's that's me. another thing too, though, man. Like those were available after the show. Mm, okay, so there wasn't like the stuff sold out, right? No, well, and, and you know, as as far as the the chosen prime exclusives, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, I I want to say the Delta is still in stock. Uh, I it's I, I can't, you know, I didn't look too much into it because like I've already got the the Magna Convoy for me hobby and um, you know, the MPG two Star Screen or Seeker in general just isn't something that fits for me. But I know Toy Dojo still has the Wild Rider in stock. Um, I feel like I don't, and like it's like the exclusives aren't really exclusives anymore. But I did hear that the G two Star Scream and the Delta were going to be shared with an uh, like a Chinese show. So like mm-hmm. three hundred supposedly made it to TFCon, and then two hundred are being held back for a Chinese show. So. Well, that's the thing is that that's those a, are always available, man. They're always available. Like even like if they did sell out, like at the show, um, there's always more that seems to pop up. You know whether it's yeah. you know you see them being sold at retail, like at a BBTS, or whether they're being sold through like Planet Steel Express through the makers themselves. You know, right? And that's that's something like as an exclusives collector, I'm all about that. You know, I know it's exclusive. I know it's you know that. That kind of hard to acquire sort of thing really gets my rocks off, um, but like since none of the exclusives have been like that, you know, since really since 2014 with TFCon, um, like that's that's kind of like that kind of deters me a little bit. Like the construction core thing from Fans Project, like that sold out at Chicago, which was a big surprise. 
the the there was a G two Inferno Make Toys Inferno uh, at L A, but I think they were like like fifty of them or something ridiculous like that. Mm-hmm. They they just took the the regular their regular Inferno and put it in the G two style packaging. So, if people were paying know. a high price for that, that that would surprise me because it seemed like the, the well, it's, it's probably because it's sold out and it was quote unquote limited. Oh, because yeah, like the the Make Toys Inferno, um, it's that seems to be like a piece I feel like I've seen on the Facebook groups like being sold real cheap, like fifty bucks or something like that. So yeah. if anybody's if anybody's paying like a hundred or hundred and twenty, it seems like a lot to me now. Yeah, and I, it it may have had like a like a special accessory. Because, you know, most of those G2 toys had, like, the crazy, you know, like, foam dart launching. But, you know, you pound on the little square and the air launches the missiles and all that other stuff. It had some kind of, like, a bunch of crazy stuff like that in G2. So it may have had something that was kind of reminiscent of that. Granted, the Starscream didn't have the big orange box. So, you know, I don't know. But, but yeah, man, so, like, that's, it's like, the exclusives, quote-unquote, definitely are not a draw. For for me, yeah, and I, I'm usually I'm I'm about that exclusives life. Uh, mm-hmm. I just, you know, it's just just another another thing, and it's like, you know, in Chicago, I did the the premium pass, and now I've got this wooden pin that no one wants to spend fifty bucks on. That was a ripoff. Didn't even get <laughs> didn't even get first shot at all of the exclusives. Just got first shot at the ones that weren't gonna sell out, except for Construct Core. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> None so, of that stuff, really. Like I said, it's just the 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 G two Star Scream kind of raised my eyebrow because, uh, yeah. you know, just it's, at that cool just, deco. Yeah, when I was a kid, you know, just that was the first time I had that figure, the G that right. G Star Scream and those colors and that type right. of packaging. At least from what I could remember, um, it seemed reminiscent of that. Great uh, camo on the wings, yeah. Yeah, so I was just like, oh man, that thing. It just looks cool, but um, not you know, but again, it just wasn't enough of a drive to, for me to be like okay i'm gonna make that purchase like you know right. not gonna happen um but yeah but it just looked cool and um but, but like i said i just you know i go to hang out so um i'm yeah. looking forward to hitting a lot of those spots and resting dude because um, <laughs> if, if you can do that you know just try to see if you can make it um yeah, I, feel like yeah. it's, I feel like it's better than chicago as far as like what you could do um in the hotel and the area around it you know what i'm saying it's yeah. almost it's almost like you got like a good um five or six blocks of like midtown manhattan and you could just kind of go around and there's places to see and eat and hang out and yeah see that's that's another thing for me is the the food man like i gotta i gotta find a a, you know bar taco bro yeah man i was just gonna say like i gotta find a bunch of spots close by like you know in chicago i had the rental car granted as soon as i had like the one perfect spot i made sure i didn't move it like people were hitting me up uh, I think Friday night or Saturday night one, and they were like, "Hey, uh, let's go somewhere." I'm like, "Nope, that's I'm not giving that parking spot up." <laughs> so yeah, once you park, yes, dude. I, I I mean, I don't have a car, but here, like, parking sucks. So once you two get a spot, you gotta keep that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm saying you have to. Um, Just like, I'll wa- I'll walk to work tomorrow. I'm not giving up that spot. <laughs> <laughs> that's how it be sometimes, man. It's crazy. Yeah, um, yo. So IDW man, um, a couple of weeks ago they launched their newest Transformers title, just simply titled Transformers, uh, written by Brian Ruckley with art by Angel Hernandez and Catchit Whitman. I have no idea who those guys are. You just—I was gonna say—I was like, new Transformers book with three nobodies. 
not to be rude not to be rude but it's just like for real i was just like who the fuck are all these people um yeah Yeah, i got i got no clue either um you know that's the thing the the art style uh to me at least i was just like this looks kind of similar to like the sort of the 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 the, uh oh god what's his name on lost light uh josh lawrence yeah 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 it it reminded me of that yeah, kind of reminded me of that. Um, the but like that I said, like, like I liked that artwork. I like Josh Lawrence's artwork, um, and I like the colors in this book too. Um, whoever the colorist was, I'm glad they. Uh, uh, yeah, the colors looked pretty good. I'm glad uh, they didn't go for like you know that kind of like aesthetic from the Optimus Prime book where it looked a little bit more old schoolish. See, um, I love that aesthetic. I don't. I don't. I don't. <laughs> I'd like it made sense. Uh, well, I guess let me let me let me specify. It made sense for the parts of the book that were po- told like in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, um but yeah, for like the, the mm. you know the current day storytelling, it flashback stuff I wouldn't mind it. Yeah, yeah. flashback stuff I wouldn't mind it because it kind of does give you like that old school that, feel like, like the way comics the were back then yeah, yeah. could you could um, you imagine Mark- like time travel becomes real and like we all like you know go back in time at our leisure and that's just the way everything looks it's just like why are there a bunch <laughs> of hard lines all over the place representing shadows <laughs> oh larson would do that sometimes in uh savage dragon like uh showing like a old uh maybe like a character f- that was from you know that period in time 50s 60s 70s he would kind of change up the artwork and the aesthetic of the page to make it look like a comic book from that era you know which right. was pretty cool so that's what that kind of coloring uh reminded me of on the optimus yeah, prime book but it just it really I, set you back in time yeah yeah it all, i just felt like it was too overpowering over the whole book though you know um yeah but it, but this you. but this looked good here you know I, I was hoping for a more you know maybe you know milne or you know griffith aesthetic either to me those are the two quintessential artists as far as like the, the transformers run over the past few years but you know they're doing something new here um but but you're right this was reminiscent of the art that you would see like from the lost light if you were reading that book mm-hmm. um which has like in my opinion it's got like the perfect blend of like some cartoon like elements it seems you know like i felt like josh lawrence is really good at that like with facial expressions uh you know while the while the rest was definitely like okay these are these are robots but like the facial expressions was like okay that's like you know very animation mm-hmm. uh, you know so that's that's something i was i was able to to get behind and like i, I you know and even even while we're kind of talking about it here i tend to not judge um a new book on the first issue. Now there, there are definitely some instances where the first issue uh, has had me like, man, I love this. Like going forward, I know I'm going to love this. It doesn't happen often. Uh, I will say though, that it has happened with like, you know, Megatron origin. Number one, more than meets the eye. Number one, even uh, whenever it was RID number one, like after the split, mm-hmm. um, you know, all hell Megatron number one like every time idw either started or did kind of like a soft reboot thing mm-hmm. you know or, or started a new whatever it's hooked me at issue one mm-hmm. i did not get hooked in that same way with this issue one but but i am i'm definitely interested I'm, I'm definitely interested enough to uh continue on i usually try to give books you know anywhere from like six to ten issues 
mm-hmm. before I figure out if I'm, you know, digging it or not. But uh, but so that's, far, that's a good I'm amount. It's a good amount of issues. Um, yeah, well, that's I, usually like the first kind of story arc. Is like story six arc. Issues. Yeah, six issues. Yeah, six issues. Uh, you know, it's always that kind of like make it for the trade mentality. Five, six issues. Mm-hmm. Um, which is a nice, neat kind of storyline, and then you could, you know, put that on, uh, you know, on sale at a, you know, Barnes and Noble or something like that. Right. Um. Yeah. The, like we said, these, you know, the, you know, the writer, the artist, you know, seem to be up and comers. You know, I don't really have any idea who they are. Um. It's definitely passable the art. Um. You know, again, like I'm one of those types that if I don't enjoy the art on a book, like I can't even get through it, you know, Dude. no matter how good the story is as <laughs> much as kind of, yeah, as much I'm, as I would want to say the opposite. Like I do, I have to admit that like that it has to look good in order for me to, I'm, to get I'm almost like you, I'm almost mm-hmm. like you, like there's um like the new X-Force. I don't particularly care for the art in the new X-Force book. Um, but I have liked the story enough for me to push forward until they, you know, do an artist switch uh, later on down the line. Uh, that, I mean, you know, like I'm, I'm all about the house of X. So, uh, you know, it's, it's not as bad, but it's not quite my cup of tea. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely get it. There's, there's some books like the, uh, the citizen GI Joe. Um, by the time I made my mind to put that book down forever, uh, they announced that that was like the last issue. Mm. So I was like, <laughs> like, oh my god, thank God. I was like, so happy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, um, you know, and and you know, that's all subjective, of course, you know, like you know, people right. could feel, you know, one way or another about the art of any book overall, but um, but it's definitely passable here. And I do feel your sentiments. Like I feel like this book didn't grab me like the way some of those other issue ones that you mentioned. Um, I mean, I think those titles have the help of being part of a, a bigger overall narrative yeah, with a little bit more investment here. They're starting brand new. Um, and obviously, I mean, they're going with a bi-weekly format here. So you're going to get two issues a month. Um, I do like that. That I, is which, something like I definitely do like. That's a, that's a good thing, like, because you're going to get story. You know what I'm saying? You're going to get right. story, um, like, very That's the fast. one thing I hated about the old format was, like, having to wait a month between, you know. Granted, there were two title had the two titles. The yeah. But it was, like, it was like, dude, this is it drags so much ass. Yeah, well, they kept yeah. the, the storyline separate. So, you know, even though you had two weeks between each book, um, you know, the storylines weren't the same. So, right. um, yeah, so I, I get what you're saying there. Uh, I, I like I like that, too. I like, uh, you know, certain, you know, back in the day, I was collecting Superman and, you know, he had three titles initially after the Crisis on Infinite Earths. Um, so you were getting basically a new book like every week. You and were then, getting broke is what you were getting. Yeah. Well, back then, you know, se- 75 cents. So, you know, it wasn't too bad back oh, in the yeah. day yeah that's true uh, I, I, back, I keep looking at everything like like in, in modern know, terms four dollar increments i'm like jesus well it's still similar today like um i don't think it's as many titles um or there probably are but it's just not structured like the way it was back in the day but yeah i mean i think these books are about four bucks a pop now i think cover price um yeah. back back then it was a lot easier but you know, Superman had three monthly titles. So <laughs> tell me was- about how gas was 10 cents a gallon, grandpa. 
<laughs> you know, there was only like one week out of the month you didn't get a Superman book. And then I know like uh, a couple of times throughout its run, Amazing Spider-Man sometimes would go um, bi-weekly or even I think at one point they went three times a month, which was like, holy shit, that's crazy. Dude, um, every know? time, like every time Marvel um, like does this new like beginning point or starting thing or whatever, where it's just like, yeah, you're going to get... 10 straight weeks of this title or, you know, 16 straight weeks of this, title, like the Avengers, no surrender. I was like, dude, how am I going to get pay for gas? Like, <laughs> I was just, I was like, dude, like this is, Oh, this is killing me. Um, I, uh, you know, and then they, they did that uh, recently with the, the X-Men uh, reboot, not reboot, sort of reboot, uh, you know, 10 straight weeks of X-Men books. And then like now it's finally you know bi-weekly which I do like. And it's like the, the two, my two favorite things growing up was X-Men and Transformers or Beast Wars specifically. Mm-hmm. So it's like one week X-Men book drops the next week, the Transformers book drops. And I hope it just stays like that for the rest of the, the year. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, you know, us being comic book collectors, comic readers, you know, we are used to the, that monthly format, but you know, with the way the world works nowadays with social media, with YouTube, um, with even these podcasts in general, like there's so much content that's just there at your fingertips. It's like on demand. Um, you know, so you kind of do see some of these comic book companies like DC and Marvel um, kind of catering to that with some of these web books, putting out like weekly series. Um, it's almost like television in a way where it's like you want the next chapter of whatever story you're reading um, relatively fast. So nowadays to wait a month for the next chapter um, is almost unacceptable. Would you, do you agree? Yeah. You know? No, 100%. Like, and I think like even like even the biweekly stuff can can take its toll. Like you know, this is this is forever. This is taking way too long. It's better and, than and monthly, I, though. It's better than monthly, oh, dude. I know. It's like <laughs> I, I say that, and it's like I've got you know I got X Men number thirteen, the new one, Uncanny thirteen. Uh, I've had it since Wednesday. Haven't read it yet. So it's like, mm-hmm. I, I say two weeks is too long, but it's like when I get it, it's just like I hang on to it. I like swirl it away in my backpack and uh, make sure n- the world can't see me read it or see me have it or like <laughs> see the intimacy that I have with it or whatever, <laughs> something stupid. And uh, yeah. I'm trying to just savor it, savor it, savor it when you finally do get the chance to read it. I want to, <laughs> I want to carry this book around in this uh, <laughs> smoke infested casino that I work in for a week <laughs> and then I want to crack it open, turn some pages, get the, get the, get the, the smoke caked onto it real nice. Like there you go. Hopefully it's it. a, you don't got it in a bag and board. So it's nice and protected. Yeah. Yeah. No, I do. I do. <laughs> it's just, it's just still like, you know, kill some of that resale value. Yeah. No, I hear you. I hear Look you. at this extra rare yellowed art variant. <laughs> Oh my God. I could just imagine. I've heard the horror stories, you know? So, um, yeah, so this title, you know, two week, uh, schedule. So number two is actually going to be on sale this coming Wednesday. Um, so if anybody wasn't aware that the book actually already released, it came out two weeks ago. Um, issue two will be on sale at comic book shops this Wednesday. And, um, so check it out. Um, the first issue, uh, kind of, and, and just the title in general, just a quick little synopsis is going to be, you know, following a ca- new character named rubble. And, uh, of course it's going to, I'm gonna, glad you remembered. 
it's gonna, that's something else I wanted to touch on, but keep yeah, going. Yeah, you know, Rubble being one of the new characters, apparently the writer said uh, he wanted to kind of give an outlook of Cybertron through the eyes of like a, a newly forged Cybertronian, um, uh, basically somebody that doesn't have, uh, you know, the filter of, of what's been going on in the world. And, and this is supposed to be before the war between Autobots and Decepticons. So this is, you're going to see here what eventually leads up to the divide between those two factions. Um, and you saw a little bit, bit of it here in the first issue um you know a conversation between megatron and optimus um obviously they're using the you know transformers war for cybertron siege designs which is the current toy line um that's out something now. else yeah um, like if, if we can if we can like pause on that for a moment yeah yeah uh, go ahead bro that is something that i do appreciate as someone who's mm -hmm. still wanting toys from the previous uh, runs designs not not many at this point. I just want to finish out my Lost Light crew, have them look the way they should look, and a couple of Wreckers characters. But um, like you can go into this book and have the figures for them, and and have that shelf kind of meant for that. I feel I I do like that. I like that that approach. And I'm sure it was Hasbro mandated, which is great. It's fine. Um, but but I do like that. That's that's definitely a praise that I have. Like, it almost hooked me. It almost hooked me into just getting all of what you know the, the wave one and wave two, except for the, the nobody characters. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. Almost, I picked up the Megatron, but we'll see. You know, like for it to have me thinking that maybe I'll I'll pick these toys up and have this be like the sort of quote unquote new comic book display. Uh, mm -hmm. I do like that. I like that as an option very much. Well, interesting to hear that point of view. Like, I kind of dig that, too, because and I think even for, you know, think like not just us, me and you, you know, we're adults, maybe, you know, um, I don't you know, who knows how many kids are reading comic books nowadays. I don't really see kids in comic book stores. That's when the I thing, visit like, them. I'm sure they're getting um, it all like on their, you know, their, their comicsology. I'm sure they're all getting it yeah, uploaded to their yeah. iPads. And that's, stuff true. Like that. that's true. That's the technology nowadays, you know. Uh, yeah. So that's a good point um, there to make. Um, but I, I think just like back in the day, you know, we had the cartoon. It drove us to kind of get the toys um, and vice versa. And I, and I think bottom line, that's what supposed to be the point of all this stuff it's not supposed to be just a, a purely creative right. endeavor um you know put out for like our enjoyment they, it's a business they're trying to sell a product whether it's the toys whether it's these comics that we're discussing right now um you know right. but and then you got the the netflix thing that's supposed to kind of be in the works now too so yeah if you well, have all three of these things like going you know in one direction together in unison mm-hmm it's that's a good recipe. Yep, they well they're but they're putting the big push behind this um you know war for Cybertron trilogy um siege I guess being the first um year mm -hmm. of uh, of whatever this new trilogy is um you know I, I'm enjoying it so far as far as the toy line the aesthetic the designs everything you know the 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 partnership between Hasbro and Takara Tomy initially a lot of people didn't know what it was going to bring or what it was going to entail. But I feel like it's um, the figures across the board are just a uh, higher quality um, than what we were getting just a year ago with power to primes and stuff like that. Um, I, I, right. I just, I just took out my Terracons. Like I had them in a bin. I was like, you know what? Let me take these out. I haven't even really messed with them. I, I, I got them, like put them together, put them away didn't mess with them you know i've yeah. been messing i've been messing with these siege figures i pulled those figures out separated them 
you know, messed with them. I was like, these things are trash compared to these newer Dude, figures. And that's that's something I will say. Like the the whole uh, Prime Wars trilogy thing. Mm-hmm. Yes, I mean, especially and a lot of it. Like you know, I'm looking at it coming off of the high that was the thrilling thirty generations line. Mm-hmm. You know, as soon as I saw the designs for the Combiner War stuff, I was like, well, time to time to wrap this up. And I didn't, I didn't get the like the only Combiner War stuff I got was Defensor, the mm-hmm. G2 Minosaur, the Botcon stuff, and like that was it. Uh, the Titans Return stuff, I got like one or two of those figures for my scavengers. And the Power of the Prime stuff, I think I just have the Optimal Optimus. Uh, and that's a disappointment in and of itself. Mm-hmm. But like with this, you know, like like having messed with that Megatron, and I got I had gotten the uh, the combat Megatron first, and that's what prompted me to pick up the regular megatron when i saw it in retail okay um you know i was like okay this is cool i removed the in my opinion terribly done weathering okay uh, i took some 91 percent isopropyl alcohol to that and uh mm. haven't looked back since I, I kept it on like the the dark spots but on like the lighter plastic i just don't think it looks too good yeah i think um, it looks better on the legs on the on the on his leg pieces but yeah on the chest and the head and yeah it doesn't yeah. look that great yeah Agreed. yeah and it, it was yeah so so like that's that's something but i will say um and i'm wanting to give it some some time before i do decide whether or not i want to to kind of go ham on it um i want to see what the the second part of this trilogy holds because if it's going to be like a bunch of uh you know another another optimus another megatron the comic book design is going to change you know this is going to change then i'm out you know i get it's to 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 sell more product and all that but if it's too redundant, then I, like that'll like I'll immediately lose interest in it. So I may wait to, you know, yeah, finish it out if I even do decide to do that. You know, or they could surprise me. It could be like a whole new set of characters for the next part of the trilogy and for the third part of the trilogy. You know? Yeah, so. yeah. I'm hoping we do see a lot of uh, new characters. I mean, like you know, again, you know, classic favorites as far as like what we're seeing because. I mean, I just recently completed this week. I got the Soundwave and the Starscream. And I mean, it looks really good to have like those main four the Decepticon command. Yeah. Well, the, the four, because it's Megs, oh, well, Shockwave, Shockwave yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Soundwave, and Starscream. I mean, seeing all those four together, they're all Voyager class. I'm like, wow, this looks good. And I and I right. and I, and I know you know some people don't agree um with that overall aesthetic. Like they feel like the designs look too busy. Like I like that because I mean it's updated modern G1, basically. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. Um, you know, I really like that, but, but again, you know, they're tying it over into what they're doing here with the comic book. Um, I don't know. Have you ever played uh transformers earth wars? I have not. I'm not super big on mobile gaming. Okay. I, I actually did just, uh, download this, this one game's first like phone game I've downloaded in a long time since angry birds, the original angry birds. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, uh, it's, I can't remember. It's something about words. Like you, you, it gives you the letters and you spell the word that you got to spell. And it's like this little guy, he's in jail and he's getting all this stuff. The mm-hmm. ad made it look way more fun than what it really is. So I'm probably going to delete it soon. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but yeah. Yeah. Like that's, I, you know. I mean, I will not big on mobile gaming either, but earth wars, it's been out, I think for the past three years or so, maybe almost four years yeah. at this point. Um, a lot of their designs of the characters in the game, uh, based off the IDW look, um, actually the event from this weekend that I've been playing in. Cause I, 
is I have ins and outs. I like I have a few accounts that I keep on top of. Sometimes I let it slack. I've been keeping up on top of it for the past couple of weeks. But they just, um, you know, gave you a Cybertronian Jetfire and uh, and a Cybertronian Starscream, which looks like this nice. uh, yeah. Siege design, um, which was just released. So, um, and actually, it's funny because some of the the character designs in the game, like they the Predacons, they look like the MMC uh predacons they that's where they took their design cues off oh, of that's hilarious um the motor master is based off the transform mission motor master um you know what i'm saying so the i can't know, but wonder because you know that's you know that's that's a, that's a different company that is doing that you can't help but wonder if they just like you know googled you know uh like best looking motor master best looking this and yeah. then like well, well the makers of the games are fans of the franchise and they're up on all this third party oh stuff okay yeah, there, yeah. You know? so so sometimes Dude, that, they're gonna they're gonna get in trouble yeah that's they take bro why are you snitching on them guys <laughs> well it's for well they got it in there it's good man it, they, they've been holding on um it's basically a, a clash of clans clone uh with a transformer skin over it um but yeah. basically that's also media that probably kids might be playing which might prompt yeah. them to pick up these figures in the store just like if you know us reading this comic book uh you know seeing these designs uh maybe you weren't a collector of the toys maybe you read this comic you might walk into a walmart and see that and it might be like oh it's the same thing that you saw in the comic mm -hmm. book so um i think it's a good thing when it, everything is kind of like cross branded and cross promoted um yes. but i but i know what idw um they've always kind of done that they they did um, they did but it, there seemed to be points where also that wasn't in play where they had a little bit more creative freedom uh creative freedom right. to kind of do what they wanted to do and not be um pigeonholed into what the toy line was doing yeah like they would they would do that kind of stuff like i remember uh maybe it was infiltration there was like the way that they drew sunstreaker was mm -hmm. very similar to how yeah, the universe Sunstreaker toy looked uh, mm -hmm. at that time. And I want to say Sideswipe too. Definitely in All Hell Megatron, Sideswipe and Sunstreaker had those classics universe body. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and, and well, which came first? Was it, was the toy based off the comic design or vice versa? The toy, I want to say the toy was out first. Okay. Um, so it was like at that point in time, it was definitely like, hey, draw this stuff a little bit like our stuff. Um, but then there was, you know, like, like, with generations thrill and 30 when that came along like i feel like a lot of that was kind of in tandem mm -hmm. uh, and then like you see a few years later with the uh, combiner wars ultra magnus how that was definitely based on the ultra magnus from more than meets the eye which most certainly came first um, mm -hmm. you know because that, that toy came out in like 2015 i think that magnus did mm -hmm. and that that design for magnus had been floating around since 2012 yeah yeah i mean yeah the, i mean the between the thrilling 30 and even some of the, the combiner war stuff i mean you saw how they eventually those designs uh worked their way into the idw books at the time right. so um you know there was a, a bit of hand in hand like going on again which is what the franchise has pretty much been all about uh you know mm -hmm. it's a business trying to sell like a product um here it just seems like that's what they're going with from the get-go right um, and I, ho they I hope that i hope they stay i hope they stick to those guns for sure you know okay. i uh I love that. Yeah, we saw, you know, the Optimus. Um, the Galaxy know. Convoy, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that Galaxy yeah. Convoy design. He had a conversation with Megatron here in the first issue. You know, that, Megatron dude, that's something just else. like toy design. You know, what like, do you think about all that? Like, okay, like, like, let's get into the story aspect of that. So I'm liking, like, I always like new takes on the mythos. 
granted, this isn't quite a new take. It reminds me very much of uh, like, you know, Prime, Transformers Prime, the flashbacks, like, you know, but it, it kind of steers away from that too at the same time. You know, Optimus and Megatron being old friends, Optimus being the scholar, Megatron being the, you know, gladiation, gladiator in uh, Transformers Prime. But here they're both senators. And that's that's very interesting to me. So Megatron isn't, you know, some, you know, manual laborer uh, in the slums mm. that starts an uprising. Now he's a political leader and, you know, he's already got his own backing with the Ascenticons uh, that they're calling themselves now. Yeah. And that's something I hope and I, someone had mentioned it and. I can't remember where I read it, but it was online. It was on probably one of the, it's either on a Facebook group or on a, you know, one of the forum posts or something like that. Uh, someone had mentioned like how cool it would be if instead of the Decepticons being the, you know, the oppressed class being the ones that rebel, that they end up running the show and it like the Autobots have to be the ones that are, you know, kind of underdogged and, you know, have to split apart and try to fight a corrupt system. And I would love to see that kind of a story play out with within transformers yeah. i'd love to see megatron like rise you know through the proper channels you know even if there's a little bit of a mischievous play involved um you know killing somebody or bribing somebody or blackmailing somebody or you know whatever to uh to to rise to that ultimate height in this you know i i'm super like i'm super excited to see where it can go basically so yeah interesting that they're going that political like route again um which it seems like to be like that maybe that's the only way to kind of explain um why you have two warring factions you know there ha always has to be some kind of argument disagreement yeah. that has to be the catalyst to what you traditionally know traditionally a civil war you know yeah so and that's that's interesting i'd like to i like to you know and like this is all pre pre-war stuff i think it'd be cool if maybe for some reason, Cybertron has to go to war with an alien faction uh, prior to all this going. Like, there's so much opportunity um, to really uh, introduce a lot of new elements to the mythos. And that's what I'm most excited for. Yeah. Well, is, the, is that that possibility? Well, the, it's definitely already starting, even with just the very first issue. And again, you know, with the one issue out, it's hard to kind of see or glean um, where they're going to take it over the course of of this initial storyline. But um, just even within the first few pages, you saw Cybertron was a bit different. It was organic life, you know. So it looks like already yeah. they're going in a different direction. You know, there and in that, as a Beast Machines fan, that excites me. Mm -hmm. um, I know Beast Machines is kind of uh, frowned upon, uh, depending on who you ask, but I, I love Beast Machines, <laughs> and this has me hopeful for more Beast Machines updates in the future. Because I feel like, you know, like like as a, as a Beast Wars fan, we're getting a lot of good stuff out of the Masterpiece line, mm -hmm. but I think that Beast Machines is far more deserving of updates just because like the original toys didn't look like the cartoon you know and it's like even with with what we've kind of got out there it's still very hit or miss mm -hmm. uh, with with that so you know with with there being some kind of organic uh, life on cybertron like that that does that has me very hopeful 
because like that was the whole deal in Beast Machines. Like, well, Cybertron at its core is, you know, there's also some more organic stuff down here, and they found organic fossils and, and things like that. So yeah, I think uh, I think nice. that's a good setup. I think yeah. that's a good setup. Nice little link. You know, it's not the first time you know organics on Cybertron. You know, has been part of the history or, or the the mythos mythos of of this um, you know franchise. But it's interesting to see that that's part of the direction, the new direction that they're going with here. And, yeah. and again, you know, this is you know all brand new, no connection um, to what came before um and you know you brought up the netflix series there's gonna be a video game like now the thought just came to mind you know with this comic book here do you think it's gonna be like what they did with marvel back in the day which uh the marvel book kind of took a a bit of a different direction than what was going on uh with the g1 cartoon series um the netflix series is supposed to debut in 2020 um i heard from a, a website that I think the episodes are going to be 20 minutes long. Um, I think the first season it's going to be a short season, maybe like eight episodes or so um, not too long, yeah. but um, do you think that it's going to be related to what they're doing here in the comic book since, um, and even what's what they're going to be basing the video game on since it's all connected with this war for Cybertron trilogy label. I think if they're smart, they will have, of the Netflix stuff kind of take place like off panel, so to speak from, from what's going on in the book, but all still moving forward in the same direction and still kind of helping to at that point, fill in some blank spots that are within the book, you know, like maybe what happened here, you know, like, like we see to kind of jump ahead story-wise with brainstorm at the end of this Mm -hmm. issue. Mm-hmm. You know, like maybe it can kind of tell what's what's going on there. Interestingly enough, uh, also using the Thrilling Thirty design, um, that kind of Milne design uh, is what I gathered from that brainstorm. It did not look like the the Titans Return design, so that, I thought that was interesting and cool. But um, you know, maybe maybe something there, which I'm sure they'll they'll explain that in the next issue. But just kind of what we have now, you know, going off of that. You know, maybe maybe they'll they'll show uh, rubble. You know, being um, forged or constructed. He's forged, isn't he? Um, they said recently forged. Yeah, I'm not sure if that's something. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure if that's, that's yeah. I don't know if they're gonna if that's bring something that, in forged versus cold construction oh, again. Yeah, yeah again, because that's an old concept based off the, right. the prior storyline. So you know, who knows? Yeah. They'll touch on that. You know, and I still like. I feel like there's a lot of things mythos related that it's just like should be included by default and i think that's that offers for some really good storytelling forged versus cold construction and any kind of um like uh uh like diversity that could be within telling that kind of a story or you know like you know the persecution of the cold construction you know or the cold constructed or whatever you know, maybe maybe they're looked upon as the lower class, and you know, instead of those that were forged, so on and so forth. Yeah, uh, a lot of potential, but you know, like point one percenters, I think is something that would be cool to see return. You know, Transformers with superpowers. Uh, I've always liked that as an element. You know, and you got that with like a lot of characters, like Windcharger, and a lot of you know, even older G one characters that just had like these special abilities. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe well, that would be a good be- way to do that. It'll yeah, it'll be interesting to see what 
they decide to maybe pick and choose from what came before, you know, because um, mm-hmm. I mean, there's always going to be some elements, no matter, you know, if it's a reboot or restart, whatever it is, um, there's always going to be somewhat some elements of what came before um, in the right. new narrative, you know, so. And they get to, uh, yeah, and like you said, they get to kind of pick and choose now. They're not, they're not in a corner right, or like having to go back and change something to make this new thing work. Yeah, so, I'm I'm interested to see where the organics go. Uh, I'm not sure how I'm gonna feel about the rubble character, like in general, just because it's like, yeah. uh, oh, the, that amazement, that wonderment, that like that wide-eyed, like doesn't know what's going on. Like I feel like just the writing of it, it's gonna get old like fast to me. Like you know, because, yeah, because, and, because and, they're gonna push it, they're gonna push <laughs> it so hard. Like oh, like he's right. he's uh, new, he or she or whatever. So they she, it's they don't know what the fuck's going on. It's it, oh is it is is it she? Uh, well, I don't I don't know. Okay, I was gonna say God, that sounded so terrible of me. <laughs> what is it? Um, but yeah, he, she, whatever. Uh, Z. Um, but like like that's something I did want to kind of touch on too. Was was uh, was rubble? Uh, I, I I love new characters. Mm-hmm. I've always been a fan of new characters. I've always thought that we need to continuously get newer characters. Um, you know that's something we saw a lot of. In the, in the 90s with Beast Wars and even like uh, a lot of the early year BotCon stuff and uh, it, it was always like it, it got to where it was just less and less common but now you know seeing this new character I do hope to see like I hope to see this this grow into something you know um, but but I do I do have that fear like you said like you know the, the panel at San Diego Comic Con is just going to be the writer standing up and screaming at the audience see it's new you know, like, mm-hmm. like, okay, we get it. Stop. But I don't know. Like, I'm, you know, g- kind of going on some blind faith and I feel like rubble will be an interesting character to kind of see, uh, things through that said, very unlike drift. I'm going to use as an example, or even Windblade, or even the torch bears. Like when we started this and you had mentioned rubble, I was like, I'm glad because I could not remember his name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I just couldn't i couldn't like it's like the the first time i read the the drift book i was like mm-hmm. that's drift mm-hmm. you know the 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 first time that that windblade popped up uh during that dark cybertron stuff i was like windblade you know yeah. I, like i didn't even follow the fan vote stuff that much at that point but it was definitely like those characters like they stuck with me in their first introduction rubble didn't uh, but that's not to say it's gonna, you know, it's gonna be a bad character. Uh, it's just I want to see what they do with with Rubble a little bit more. Um, you know, is Rubble gonna be a squeaks or is Rubble gonna be a drift? You know, like <laughs> I don't. Uh, yeah, from well, from the the looks of the character and the name, I don't. See. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I don't see is doesn't he doesn't look cool like drift? You know what I'm saying? And, and right, right. But it's that's also you know it's still still very protoformish. Yeah, that's you know that's true. So, he's got to he's got to settle on the alt mode and yeah. And, and, and you never know that might be a twist coming down the line. Like this character might not look right. like much now, but could turn out to be very important. Exactly. That's 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 the that's the trump card I'm holding out for, um, yep. you know that that we do we get some like like dude who would have ever thought like man I can't wait for that badass rubble figure like <laughs> you know look look at us here uh, end of March 2019 talking about how derpy and doofy he looks 
you know, stupid wide-eyed kid character. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we'll see. The the jury's still out. We'll see whether it's a squeaks or a drift, uh, I guess, uh, coming soon. Um, What do you think? (laughs) You know, this again, we we touched on, you know, the designs being based off this new trilogy. Um, again, we'll have to wait and see how much the the fiction here is gonna come into play with as far as the video game that's coming out, the new Netflix series that's coming out. Um, but we did see characters in this comic that um currently don't have toys like announced like bumblebee windblade um and windblade you know looking like her her normal design as we come to expect her and bumblebee as well so do you think the this comic here could almost be like a spoiler in a way for maybe a a, a next year's siege line in a way maybe we'll get a a bumblebee or a a windblade down the line what do you think the and like like that's the thing like the way i understand it is like these toy lines usually last like supposed to be like to the end of this current year right like the next year would be the new the the new part of the trilogy yeah so yeah from what yeah exactly and 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 like i want to say like there's still some stuff that hasn't been revealed right like as far as the siege line goes like maybe the sixth wave but i think the these i mean the releases for this year as for i think pretty much done I mean barricade, uh, um, some of the other ones. I, I think. Oh yeah, much- like Impactor and Mirage. Um, yep, yep. That's like all the the year end stuff, you know. So and then I think see, next no, year. I thought I thought those were all coming out in August, so there would still be, you know, um, but, like November, December. I think January Mirage, Mir- Mirage, Impactor, um, Barricade, and I'm forgetting if if there's going to be a fourth in that wave. That's all I think coming out October. Oh, really? So they pushed it back. Okay. Um, hmm. Well, that's, and that's the thing. Like, that's where, like, I don't think that because, you know, I feel like Windblade is still fairly fresh. Even if you look at the Titans Return Windblade, mm-hmm. you know, I feel like whoever would be picking these up and reading these books, like, they probably still have that or even the Generations one, which, in my opinion, is better. Uh, but, like, for the Bumblebee, they still undoubtedly have that legends bumblebee mm-hmm. uh from whatever line yeah so just yeah so i don't necessarily think that it's it's too spoilery and like like the brainstorm looked very much like the thrilling 30 brainstorm okay you know so i i'm hoping they kind of keep the cast sort of tight with the the toy releases since there won't be very many but that would be so interesting for me because I like both Impactor and Mirage. Um, the toys, I'm still jury's out on them, but I've already paid for them. If that makes any sense, mm-hmm. um, so we'll see. But I would love to see Impactor digging in early. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, get, getting getting some some stuff from him pretty pretty early on. So would be um, nice. How how long do you think they're gonna play out the um the pre war aspect like here in the book? Do you think that's something that's gonna be long running throughout the series? I mean, who who you know again, it's the very beginning. Who knows how long it's gonna last? But you know, we could assume we're gonna get at least if this is a trilogy of action figures we're getting, we're gonna get at least this comic tie in within maybe the next you know for at least the next three years to tie right. So something something I was uh I wanted to kind of bring up it was, it was interesting to me. Is I want to say there's already an Amazon listing for a hard copy 
of like volume one of this new of this new book series mm-hmm. uh, hardcover, which is very, very unusual, very interesting, but it collects 12 issues. Mm-hmm. So six months from now, we would be getting into the beginning of October, which is when this the siege line is supposed to end. It's supposed to be the, the last wave of. So I feel like that's all very kind of in tandem. And that also gives them, you know, some some extra, you know, two two or three extra months to kind of play around with wrapping up any loose ends or kind of getting geared up for the next what would be the second part of the Toyland trilogy to to get into some of that, to tease some of that stuff, some of those designs, like maybe toys or whatever, uh theme, what have you. Yeah. So and, and I mean I think it's all gonna match in the aesthetic, like whatever. Like if you know, this year is called Siege, next year it's called, you know, whatever. Um, you know, I think all the aesthetics, the right the gimmicks, uh, you know, it's all gonna pretty much be And that's like that's that's what's what's very interesting. Uh and like to, to kind of tie back even further, you remember those uh those Titans Return box sets? Mm-hmm. Like there was the uh the was it was it Siege on Cybertron and Chaos on Velocitron? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, like I feel like someone, someone, you know, it's, it's not me. I don't want to take all credit for it, but I'd read where someone was like, "Dude, I bet the next the next title is going to be called Chaos War for Cybertron Chaos." Probably. And there was there was on the back of the Chaos box or on the side or something like that. There was uh, the Beast Wars logo just so they could you know keep the logo, but like maybe that would be the third one kind of leading into because 2021 John Warden said there was going to be something big for beast wars. And like, I couldn't help but think that like this all lines up perfectly with that. And Mm -hmm. so siege, like siege typically means, you know, to like to take right to, uh, Mm -hmm. to hold. Mm -hmm. And I feel like siege, if the story goes in tandem with it and I'm overanalyzing the shit out of it, uh, but it's because I'm excited um, I think that Siege is I think I think for Siege we're gonna see Megatron Siege Cybertron. And I think that at the end of Siege is when we will see the war kind of start. And like war is typically chaotic. And so I think that's where the chaos element's gonna come in. Nice. Um and that's like just like really looking way too much into it, way more than it's probably thought out, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you already know as far as like with the toys and stuff, they're probably already two years ahead of what we're getting right now. You know? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah. Th- like they're, they're definitely like, yeah, I, don't know. <laughs> I didn't want to say like they, you know, they pump these things out in six yeah. months like Keith. But, um, <laughs> you know, but it's like it's like, well, you know, like like looking at this, I'm like, well, you know, this it all it all kind of ties together in the most possible sense, like. For me, like for what I'm looking at, and I hope it does, but I'm not, you know, I'm also not getting any any hopes up or anything like that. And it's it's interesting, but I do feel that after that twelfth issue, we'll start to see the the lead into the war, maybe. And I think the next year will be the war, and then the year after that will probably be, you know, the you know we got to take on beast alt modes now because like the planet's fucked and there's all these organic things happening oh what you well now that you even just brought it up that way that makes a lot of sense because if this is you know 
again, this is this is four million years yes. ago, like we're used to yes. it being. Yes, if this is where you know, this is yeah. pre-Earth, exactly. You know, what I'm saying the last. I mean, as far as the toy line, the way the toy line is described is that last day of Cybertron, right before Cybertron falls and whatnot. You know, so that is very interesting to think that at the end of all this that that we're getting, and let's say, okay, they wind up on Earth, um, getting Beast Wars reimagined in, in this generations in this siege kind of you know design aesthetic that's very interesting to think about and, and you know what it makes sense if they would go in that direction it makes and, and, and it's like and there's no transwarp travel involved so no confusing t convoluted timelines <laughs> it all works out but yep. it's you know but it's like and, and they could do that and then you're like, you got to think like the next three years maybe not would maybe would not all be beast focused but i'm sure at least two of those years would be yeah, you know, or, or, and just, then, or then, just or just intermingle it. You know, you could have right. you know your regular bot stuff with the B stuff. You know, absolutely, like, absolutely. Mm -hmm. And then like you could even talk about like taking it back to to Cybertron or another mechanoid planet, and then you see some of those beast machines designs that would make sense. You know, mm -hmm. um, and it could very well be something like, well, we gotta you know look look at all these these fossils with all this you know organic DNA on Cybertron, like. Certainly, you know, they can scan those just like uh, of all the characters that are just terrible in Beast Machines. Night Scream had to do. So, um, <laughs> it's like, yeah, man, it's, it's like, like there's there's a lot that, that looks like all roads lead to, to Beast Wars. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's the 25th for Beast Wars, like I said. Like, that's whenever the the Transformers G1 stuff saw its big boom was uh, for the 25th. You know, the 20th saw some some traction gain, but like, the 25th happened like i said man like they were uh they were booming the franchise was booming um so it's definitely a possibility man now that you you brought it up and uh it'll be interesting to see where they go like you know like um you gotta see the cork board with all the yarn and the push pins in it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's, it's impressive I stuff I, I took down all my detox <laughs> I know, right? All the theories and you know, but it just leads here. This is gonna lead here. I mean, yeah, man. Um, just a picture of John Warden. I've drawn like a little devil mustache on. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's definitely gonna be interesting to see. You know, this title again, as we mentioned, it's coming out two times a month. So, um, I mean, we're gonna be getting a lot of story and and it's right. And it's going to be pretty much pretty fast paced, you know, considering, you know, we are going to be getting two books a month. So um, yeah, it's going to like, pretty quickly. I was going to say, like, that's the thing. It's like, you know, I was looking at it like, man, only six months of pre-war Cybertron. That sucks. But it's like we're getting double the amount of story in that time. Mm -hmm. uh, so I, I feel like, you know, that that's how I feel it's going to go down. Yep. Yeah, but remember the 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 comic might not um you know line up in in you know what's going on with the figures and stuff like that like at the time too like remember like you know we got this combiner wars uh machinima series and the titans return power to primes it that, all came out very late they did that it. like not only did it come out very late but it had like nothing to do what, with what was going on in the books at the time oh yeah um but also i feel like i don't feel like hasbro really had their hand in that machinima stuff too much Mm -hmm. um it just and like the quality of it speaks uh for the quality of the machinima series speaks for that uh i like i hate to say it because i know some fans were deeply involved within machinima and like that's got to be the coolest thing being a fan and being able to work in some kind of official capacity with the brand that's got to be 
the pretty ultimate coolest thing. Um, but it just wasn't executed great. It was executed poorly. Yeah, I mean, um, the production values, I mean, it looked very clean, but, you know, just the frame rate of the animation wasn't super right. high. Um, you know, the, the storyline, um, it just it, it was, you know, pulling off of nothing. You know, it was like it was like, OK, is this G1 post G1 or is this like post a certain point in the comics and they're going a different route? Like, what are they doing? Yeah, and again, you know? and again, like it's completely separate from what was going on in the books. Which again, so the Siege War for Cybertron trilogy might do the same. The Netflix series might not line up with what uh, video game That's, they're planning on putting yeah. out. The video game and and the Netflix series might not match up with the comics that we're getting right yeah. now. You know, but I feel I feel like they're they're back on that Unity boner. Uh, which we kind of saw with the aligned continuity. Like whenever Aaron Archer was putting that together, he was like, yeah, man, it's all about the unity of the fiction. So like they made War for Cybertron, Fall of Cybertron fit in with Transformers Prime. And then like there were the uh, the the comic books that helped fit it in. There were the novels that helped tie it in. There was that Covenant of Primus that helped tie it in. Mm-hmm. You know, so like that's, and that is like, again, in my opinion, like from a fiction telling standpoint, I feel like that's when the brand was at its strongest was with the aligned continuity. And then a new team came in and just kind of shit all over that with, uh, you know, uh, RID 15 and Cyberverse and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, that's an interesting opinion to have, man. And it'll be interesting to see what direction they wind up going over the next few months. We'll cover it, you know, as they move along, man. Um, You know, we've we've done, you know, comic. Uh, themed episodes here before uh, discussing, you know, our pickups and, you know, whatever we happen to be reading at the time. So I definitely want to revisit this discussion um, as we enter this brand new IDW continuity uh, with Transformers and, um, and you know, seeing how it all lines up with the toy line and the other aspects of uh, this War for Cybertron trilogy that they're going to be putting out, um, again, as in regards to the Netflix and the video game and, and, and all the other types of media that they got coming out. Right. So, um, all right, man. Thanks uh, for the discussion. I think we could wrap it there. Uh, before we sure. uh, head out for the evening, just let the people listening out there know where they can find you on social media. Man, you can find me on all the social medias at Primal Sabbath. Maybe not all of them, but most of them. Nice. And uh, I'm, sh- you know, let them know. Podcast, uh, Stasis Lock, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. I, uh, I do those things too. Uh, so, yeah, you can check out Stasis Lock on Wednesday nights at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Soon to take a change of hands. Right now, it's on the Bricks on the Dollar uh, YouTube channel, streamed live Wednesday nights. Uh, I think like two or three weeks from this recording, it'll be on mine. I was about uh, to uh, going forward. I was gonna bring that up earlier, but I wasn't sure if I was blowing up any, you know, information. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, like, we, like we've we've been pretty we've been pretty open about it on uh like on air. So uh yeah, like like Bricks isn't super into uh into beast machines or anything like that. So he's like, I can't wait to not host this anymore. <laughs> like, <laughs> and I'm just like I'm like, man, thank you for building the backbone of uh of this show that I'm gonna kill in two weeks. So <laughs> <laughs> so uh stasis lock moving to your channel and i think uh off the runner will be moving to his right off the runner is still like to kind of clear all that up off the runner is still very much a community uh hosted thing you know so if there's like if there's some weeks you know like and, and anyone who's, who's going to listen to this like if you're interested in, in building it just takes two you know, we, we've got an off the runner chat going, uh, group chat, or, you know, just reach out to anyone that's that's on that, you know, that show, Josh Fisher, 
uh, Shoki, um, Tyler G from Stasis Lock, uh, 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 Russ and Rob from MPSP Theater, Josh also being from MPSP Theater. Uh, like, reach out to any of those guys. Like, hey, you want to build tonight? You know, just and it's it's just that easy. Dalton from Stasis Lock, reach out to him. I think uh, he's hosted one or two. Uh, I've hosted some. Chris has hosted the most, I think, so far. Um, but like Josh can host, uh, you know, like really anyone can host. You know, if, if you got an itch to build some Gundams and you got a couple of people that want to build some Gundams and talk some shit, uh, just reach out. And, um, you know, Dalton, I think, is in control of uh, the the episode list. So you can go to his channel. He'll have a playlist of all the episodes. So you'll know which episode to start. Nice. And like that's like, but yeah, Off the Runner is very much uh, a hooer. It's uh, passed around and uh, it's, it's very community shared. So, but yeah, like for, for the most part, I think like uh, the home of Off the Runner would definitely, definitely probably be uh, Brick's channel. All right. Well, awesome. Well, thanks for uh, keeping us posted on all the, the updates and stuff. And I'm looking forward to having you back on a future episode. Absolutely, man. I can't wait to see what all, uh, what all this holds for us. Up. Hopefully it's good. Yep, thanks for having me, man. All right. No doubt, man. Peace. Thank you.